0: I'm at the beach right now and just had the idea to make a podcast. I have so much to say and I feel like it's hard with a blog because I just can't say it in the way that I want to. So I'm at the beach in Boca del Toro on a little island in Panama and I'm going to spill all the solo travel, all of the budget travel, all of the backpacking tea, get ready. Welcome to Just Book the Flight podcast. I'm Sam McGeary, your host, Samantha, Sam, whatever you want to call me. I'm coming to you live from Panama. With this podcast, my goal is to get everyone and anyone out there to explore the world because there's so much out there. There's so much more to life than your little hometown and exploring the world is so much more accessible than you may think if you have access to travel. I know travel is such a privilege, but if you have access to it, if you have a passport, get out there. Explore. Traveling over the past year has taught me so much about myself. I never thought I'd be sitting here today saying that I've been traveling for a straight year, because that's never how I thought my life would be. Growing up, I always thought I'd graduate and go straight and work for someone or work for myself for the rest of my life. Staying in one place, not the way I've been doing it, but I've learned so much about the world and I feel so fulfilled and I've never been happier in my entire life than I have been traveling. Yeah, it's a little bit chaotic at times. Sometimes I don't know where I'm sleeping the next day, but it's all part of it and it's so much fun. Everyone should solo travel because it gets you out of your comfort zone. For example, if you're in university, if you're in college, you're doing the same schedule every day, waking up at the same time. For example, maybe going to work out at 7 a.m., then eating breakfast at 8 a.m. And it's just an endless cycle. And yeah, on the weekends, you might do something different. But when you solo travel in another country or even just travel with other people in another country, it gets you out of your comfort zone you're a little bit uncomfortable and that's when amazing things happen. You're forced to navigate situations in other countries. I used to be an extremely shy child like so shy for example. I'd be like eight years old and I'd want to go order a soda at a restaurant but I'd be too nervous too like I'd make my parents do it and they'd be like what what is wrong with you Sam why can't you order a Sprite at the counter. And I would just get, I I was always so scared and I don't know why. I was always so nervous to meet other people. In university, in college, I started to come out of my shell a little bit more, but I was always a very shy kid. Traveling has really forced me to meet other people. And I feel like I'm my best self when I travel because I don't know anyone. And I love learning about other cultures. I love meeting people from other places. So forcing myself to do what's uncomfortable and travel alone and meet other people has made me such a better person because of it. And I feel like I'm my best self when I'm abroad, when I'm traveling, when I'm staying in hostels. You just learn so much about the world and other cultures. It's also fun. Like I have never had as much fun as I've had in the past year. Every day is truly an adventure. For example, staying in hostels. It's like university, it's like college all over again. But it's way more fun because it's people from all over the world and different backgrounds and you're all coming together. I've become friends with people that don't speak the same language as me. Like we barely even are able to communicate, but we have so much fun together because we're just in the same mindset. We're in the same place. We wanna make friends. And I've realized that it's easier to make friends when you're traveling, for me at least. And I've heard that it's very similar with a lot of other travelers. It's just people are in the same mindset and they all wanna make friends with each other. I've made so many friends just walking into my dorm room, being like, hey, where are you from? You know, the typical small talk of travelers. Where are you from? How long are you traveling for? What's your name? Stuff like that. And it's so easy to meet other people that way. Also, life is so short. Life is so short, you never know what's gonna happen. You never know. So why not live your best life and travel the world? Hopefully I've semi-convinced you by now that solo travel and backpacking and traveling the world is the best thing because I think so. Let's talk about how I got into travel and what I've been up to. So, basically, I was supposed to study abroad in 2021, but COVID happened. A pandemic happened. I was supposed to go to Prague and I was so excited about it. I was a bit nervous. I was on the fence about it, but I did sign the papers and I was ready to go. And then obviously they canceled it. So I wasn't able to go and I was pretty upset about that, but I thought, hey, once I graduate, I'll travel. I got an internship in marketing my senior year, and then I got very set on working in corporate and getting experience in working for someone else once I graduate. So I did just that. I found a job in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I went to university in Pennsylvania, by the way. I grew up in California, so I've been a bit all over the place. <laughs> so I graduated college in 2021 from Pennsylvania. I went to Ursinus College and then I moved all of my things down. I went straight to Florida. I got a position as a marketing coordinator for a big company, a business coaching company, and I got some experience working for them, and over time I realized I didn't want to be working for them anymore. (laughs) Look, it was my first job out of college, and I moved down there and got this job because I thought it was going to be in person, and it just wasn't. (laughs) Um, Most of it was remote, and I know it was during COVID times, but it's not like Florida took COVID very seriously anyway. so. But my job was mostly remote. I would say 95% of the time. I think we went to the office one day a week. And I would sit in my studio apartment by myself all day working. And it was hard for me to meet people because of COVID. And I was pretty scared of COVID at that point in 2021 as most of us were. So I really wasn't happy. I mean, I lived near the beach, so I would go to the beach all the time. And that made me really happy. I joined a gym that I really liked. But i wasn't feeling fulfilled on a day-to-day basis at that point i loved and i still love social media management and marketing so i thought why not try and freelance on the side so i got a few clients and i started building up my clientele it was scary i didn't really know what i was doing i knew what i was doing on the social media and marketing side of it but I didn't know what I was doing on the business side of it and how to run a business. I had all these these contracts, I had all of these invoices and I figured it out. I got four clients, I got five clients at one point. And then I decided to quit my job and put my two weeks in. So then I decided to put my two weeks in for my nine to five job and it was pretty scary My parents really helped me through it, though. They had my back. They told me exactly what to say. I was so nervous. (laughs) But I knew it was right for me. And around that point where I quit my job, I decided, okay, if I'm going to be working fully remotely for myself, doing what I love, why not travel the world? So I did so much research. I remember sitting up watching YouTube videos on traveling Europe until 5 a.m. one morning just because I was so excited. I've never really been out of the country at that point. I went to Hawaii, which is part of the US. I went to the Bahamas pretty often with my family, but I never really was anywhere that far from home before. And I didn't have anyone to go with. People are like, are you crazy? You're gonna travel Europe by yourself? I was like, I don't have anyone to go with. I didn't really think of it as this whole solo travel journey. I just didn't have anyone to go with. (laughs) I planned out an entire itinerary, which I have on my page actually in my link in bio. If you wanna purchase it, it's a really good itinerary. I made a whole itinerary of the three months I was going to be traveling Europe. And then I planned on going back home and living with my parents after, and then figuring out what I'm doing from there. I planned on traveling to Portugal, Spain, France, and Italy within those three months and then going home. I ended up visiting 17 countries and I extended my trip to four months, but I wouldn't recommend that for anyone to be honest. It was so much fun. I got to see the world. I was on a high for those four months because I never really was out of the country and I was seeing all these new things, experiencing different cultures, meeting people from all over the world, staying in hostels for the first time, which is not normal in the US. There aren't really hostels over here. The hostel culture is not there. So I was having the time of my life and I was like, I'm just gonna try and see as many countries as I can because I don't know when I'll be back over here. I don't know the next time I'm gonna be able to travel like this. It was exhausting, not gonna lie, but I was having so much fun. I didn't want to stop. So I was taking buses, plane. you <laughs> know the Lady Gaga. Bus, plane, bus, another bus, club. That was me, That that was me. I was living my best life. My favorite country by far was Croatia. I also loved Ireland, I think because my expectations weren't as high going to those places as, um, for example, Paris or London. But wow, what a time. It was so much fun. And then my dad met me at the end of my trip. and. I remember we were in London and he was like, Sam, you have to come back home. Like, what are you doing with your life? You can't just keep doing this forever. And I was like, why not? Like, wh- why not? I will say it was harder to maintain my social media freelance business while I was abroad because I was I wanted to sightsee all the time and I wanted to do things, not sit inside and work all day. But that's, that's a learning curve. That's part of it. I also started posting on TikTok pretty casually during this trip and I think I was at a thousand followers by the end but I was I thought it was so fun to be able to document my adventures that way and people started commenting and saying wow I love this like I want to be able to do something like this someday and that made me feel really good so my dad dragged me back home from London (laughs) and I spent a few months at home just thinking wow what what am I doing what am I doing with my life? All I want to do is travel. All I was thinking about was travel at home. All I was talking about was travel and my parents were getting sick of it. They were like, okay, just go on your next trip then. Like, so I ended up going to Mexico for a week and I'm gonna be honest, a lot of people told me not to go, especially as a solo traveler. I did go to meet my friend. So we went to Sayulita, um, which is just North of Puerto Vallarta. And oh my God, what a vibe. It is so amazing there and it's pretty affordable we had the best time other than the fact that we got very ill like we got really sick from the water or the food or something but she got really sick she had to fly home just straight home after four days because she wasn't getting any better and i was like yeah girl i'm so sorry but it was quite traumatic being sick like that in a hostel (laughs) and we were sharing a room oh not fun with one bathroom but (laughs) Yeah, so she went home and then I went to Mexico City on my own for five days, four days, I think. And yeah, everyone told me not to go there alone because it's so dangerous. But honestly, I didn't feel any more unsafe than I do in the U.S. in any city. I didn't keep my valuables out. I didn't flash any jewelry. I wasn't even wearing any jewelry at that point. I was, I'm was i pretty on. But I stayed at Casa Pepe in Centro, in mexico city and that is the best hostel the best hostel if you're going to mexico city i think it's one of my top five favorite hostels i can't even think of a favorite hostel to be honest but that is up there for me so many fun activities so many it's so easy to meet people they have this power hour and you go and sit up there and I think it's $5 for unlimited drinks and unlimited margaritas or beer and everyone sits in the same spot and you just talk and meet people and there's a big Jenga truth or dare game. It's really the best time. But I went to Mexico for a week, came home and I was still only thinking about travel. So I saved up a bit living at home, which I'm so thankful for that my parents let me do that and live at home. I also they own a gymnastics gym, so I helped out a lot there while I was home. And then a few months later, I decided to bark embark. I decided to embark on a big South America trip. So, I have a friend, a very special friend, Valentina that I met in Croatia and we became really close really quick, kept in touch. She's from Chile. So I went to go visit her. We went to Patagonia together, Torres del Paine. It was incredible. And then I s- split up from her, which was so sad saying goodbye, and I went to Peru and I stayed in Cusco for 2 weeks before doing the Inca Trail. My dad actually did the Inca Trail with me, so cute. And then we met my we met my mom in Costa Rica. We went to La Fortuna for Thanksgiving, which was such a blast. We had An incredible time then i was like "Ooh, i love costa rica i love central america so i was home for a month then went back to central america and decided to have this whole plan i was going to travel all throughout costa rica all throughout panama for a month and then go home i went to i flew into san jose costa rica i went to puerto viejo and then i ended up in bocas del toro panama which is pretty close to the border, but I got stuck there, guys. I got stuck there. I was supposed to spend two days in Boca del Toro. I spent a whole month. I spent my t- my whole time there. I knew right away I stepped foot on the islands and I was like, this can't be it. I, I have to. The vibes there are amazing. Everyone is so happy all the time. The sunshine, it does rain a lot, but I got really lucky with the weather. The beaches are the most beautiful beaches I've ever seen in my life. I didn't have much expectations going there because I'm gonna be honest online, the photos didn't look that great of Bogus. And I ended up there and I was like, wow, I'm, I'm gonna stay. And I met some really cool people. I met a lot of local people there and it was the most amazing month of my life. Like, oh, I have so many crazy stories too. I just felt so at peace and so myself in Bocas. For example, you know when you go to the Bahamas or somewhere in the Caribbean and it's just islands and there's not much to do? So these islands are on the Caribbean. It feels like one of those places, but there's so much to do. There's parties, there's scuba diving. I got my scuba diving license while I was there, by the way, woohoo! You can snorkel. You can surf. A lot of surfers go there because the waves are really good at certain times of the year. There's just always something to do, and I was never bored. And I managed to make friends with a lot of the volunteers. So they were staying there longer term, so it wasn't like I was just becoming friends with tourists because then they leave in three days, and it's kind of hard to maintain that. But I highly recommend Bocas. Oh my gosh I got stuck there and now here I am and I'm leaving to Fiji in Australia and Southeast Asia in one day my life is a whirlwind but I wouldn't have it any other way I am having the best time and I'm here to tell you if you want to take that solo trip take that solo trip if you don't have anyone to go with go